around the planet on the World Wide Web. Internet Radio. Enter Merlin! But beware, do not interrupt his magic!
fantastic sound of Joan of Arc with a song called Sisters. So, Merry Meet and welcome to my first show of 2016. I'm the Merlin. And if you are new to Cauldron FM, we try to provide programmes that are targeted towards a pagan audience around the planet. We started broadcasting in 2010, and it is hard to believe that that was almost six years ago. During that time, we have had a few presenters, but really, only Raven Moonshadow and myself have stayed the distance. So enough of this rambling, let's get on with the show by playing you another track, and then I want to tell you a story. So the track I'm going to play for you today is by my very good friend Celia Ferran, and it's a humorous little piece entitled Gnomes. As I was sitting in my chair I swear I was the only one there When a hazel branch struck me in the head And the coroner pronounced me dead Seven years that I was gone Dancing jigs and singing fairy songs Now I'm back and you can see I'm a little bit human and a little fairy Well, those gnomes that took my brain Now would that they are insane Cause I don't think there was there a gnome Who thought as much as I did Ha ha, the joke is not on me Cause now I'm living there in thee If me Down, and I panicked in each moment as I jumped about the town Now I'm neither here nor there and I haven't got a care With me ring ding diddly oh what a da da ding da diddly oh I do Well those gnomes that took my brain I would bet they are insane Cause I don't think there was there a gnome who thought as much as I did the joke is not on me Cause now I'm living merrily With me ring ding diddly oh why da 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 ding da diddly oh I do Ring ding diddly oh why did 
As I said, that was Celia Ferran and Gnomes, and I hope you enjoyed that little ditty. So now, it's time to tell you a story. Stone Soup. Stone Soup is a popular folk tale. Many versions exist, and this version was highly adapted specifically for the Pagan Path Witchcraft course, although it remains closely based on the traditional basic storyline. An adventurer was travelling around a vast countryside. Running low on food supplies and becoming weary from the road, he decided to stop at the next village. There he hoped to trade his labour for some food. As he rounded the next curve in his path, he came upon a small community of twelve shabby huts. The village was quiet and obviously poor. There were no children playing in the central clearing and no adults splitting wood for the coming winter. That's odd, he said to himself. Villages around harvest time are usually a bustle of work. He knocked on the first door. We have nothing for you, a stooped and wrinkled crone said before slamming her door. The first harvest has been so bad, there's no food to bring in from the fields, said a very tall and very thin man. My small family only has a few carrots in the larder, a desperate young woman pleaded. You'd better leave peeped a small girl covered in dirt. The traveller visited eleven of the twelve huts and received similar greetings at each door. Doors were slammed. Sometimes curses were muttered. And again the village was silent. As he walked to the final hut, he again thought to himself how strange it was that the people in the village were so isolated from each other. Before he could explore that thought any further, His hunger got the better of him, and he knocked on the door of the twelfth and final hut. I am but a lonely old woman, and have no work nor food for you, stated the abrupt woman. Before she could slam the door on the traveller, he quickly said, Young lady, I have no desire to ask favours of you. I was simply hoping you could share some salt, so that I can make my world-famous soup. I have a magical stone, given to me by my great-grandmother, and that will make a soup fit for a king. I would allow you to have a sample of it in exchange for your salt. The woman's cold grey eyes studied his face for a moment. Her pinched face began to relax. She scurried back into her hut for a moment, and returned with a small crock of salt. This is all I've got so you better make a soup that really is fit for a king. The woman followed the traveller back to the clearing in the centre of the village, clinging to her crock of salt, as if it were more precious than gold. He began humming a cheery tune and opened his pack. His melody seemed out of place in the church-like stillness of the village, 
but he continued louder all the time. The small, dirty girl appeared with a young, equally dirty boy to watch the strange traveller. The traveller was making quite a ruckus as he tumbled objects around in his pack, but finally he withdrew a large pot and a wooden spoon. His tune became quite loud now, and he began belting out a lively song. Oh, I am a roving journeyman, I roam from town to town, and whenever I get a job of work, I'm willing to sit down. My kit's all on my shoulder, my grafting tool in hand, and round the country I will go, a roving journeyman. Sprinting around the outskirts of the village circle, he collected stones and fallen branches. He carted his collection back to the centre of the circle and formed a ring with the stones. His song ended as two thin men joined the woman with the salt and the two dirty children in the village circle. He stacked the fallen branches inside the ring of stones and loudly rummaged in his pack again to retrieve his flint. He could hear the men whispering to each other, Fit for a king, you say? And soup from a stone, you say? as he sparked the flint and blew on the curl of smoke rising from the branches. The fire came to life, and he carried the large pot over to the village well to fill it with water. Carting the heavy water-filled pot back to the fire, he balanced the bottom of the pot on the ring of stones. Then he said, almost to himself, This suit would be fit for two kings, if only I had a few onions to add to it. One of the tall men left quietly, walking towards one of the smallest huts. He returned with his wife, who carried a bundle of small, wilted onions in her apron. "'Why, thank you!' the traveller exclaimed in a surprised voice. "'You shall have some of my world-famous stone soup, fit for a king or a queen, in exchange for your gracious generosity.' He flamboyantly bowed low. The traveller then took a small handful of salt from the crock, still held firmly by the woman with the grey eyes, and threw it into the pot. Stirring with the wooden spoon, he muttered something inaudible to himself, and then rummaged in his pack again. Making loud, clattering sounds and humming, he produced a paring knife from the pack with a loud, Aha! As he peeled and cut the onions, he broke into song again. Off to reap the corn, leave where I was born. I cut a stout black thorn to banish ghost and goblin, a brand new pair of brogues rattling o'er the bogs, and frightening all the dogs on the rocky road to Dublin. The two thin men began tapping their feet, and the stooped wrinkled crone appeared from her hut. What's this I hear about making a soup from a stone? she asked accusingly, peering into the pot she exclaimed, There's no stone in this soup. The traveller dropped the onions into the pot of water and said, Why, my good woman, you're right. I've nearly lost my head and forgotten the most important ingredient of all. He rummaged in his pack and muttered quietly while more villagers appeared. After several minutes the villagers began shifting around impatiently and he could sense the doubt in the small crowd. Finally he discovered that a small stone had lodged itself in the bottom of the pack. He grasped it triumphantly, stood up quickly and held it aloft. Here is the magical stone passed on to me from my great-grandmother that can make the soup fit for a king. The villagers leaned in close and he dropped it in the soup with a quick plunk. 
Steam from the now boiling onions and water wafted around the clearing, and soon every villager was present, drawn by hunger and curiosity. And the traveller said, somewhat to himself, Soup from a stone is fit for a king, but it would be even better if it had a few carrots in it. The desperate young woman he'd met earlier took off briskly to her hut. She returned promptly with a small handful of withered carrots. Why, thank you, my lady, the traveller cried in a surprised voice. You too shall share in this magical stone soup fit for a king, and he bowed low. He cut the carrots into the soup while singing again. Well, a Scotsman clad in kilt left a bar on evening fair, and one could tell by how we walked that he drunk more than his share. He fumbled round until he could no longer keep his feet. Then he stumbled off into the grass to sleep beside the street. About that time, two young and lovely girls just happened by, and one said to the other with a twinkle in her eye, See yon sleeping Scotsman, so strong and handsome built. I wonder if it's true what they don't wear beneath the kilt. His song trailed off as he became aware of the mixed company, and he said, almost to himself, This soup would be truly fit for a king if only I could find a few potatoes. Three older boys, or were they young men, ran from the village clearing and disappeared behind a hut. The traveller continued to sing a more appropriate song, as a heavily bearded man produced a penny whistle and began accompanying him. In days of old, in a kingdom bold, there lived a fearsome dragon, and the king he was in great distress, and the country's spirits flagged. Until one day there came a knight, he was handsome, bold and charming, and he slew the dragon with his sword, with a smile that was so disarming. With a hey and a ho and a hey nonny no, a smile that was so disarming. The faces of the tired, hungry villagers began to relax. Some even broke into smiles. And as the song ended, the three boys returned with a large basket of potatoes. My, my, the traveller exclaimed, this will truly make the stone soup fit for a king. You too shall sample the magical brew. He began cutting the potatoes into the soup and sang while the bearded man played his penny whistle. Now the harvest being o'er, the farmer went walking, along the fail river that borders his land, and twas there he saw her twixt firelight and water, the tinkerman's daughter, the red-headed Anne. The thin man and his wife began to dance, and the wife threw her apron off into the small crowd. All of the children joined in the dance, and a man in rags began singing with the traveller. Then two women and three more men joined in singing, and all the remaining villagers started to dance or stomp their feet to the tune. The traveller pulled the stooped, wrinkled crone aside and said, If you had a few stalks of celery, you could share this stone soup too. She ducked behind one of the huts and reappeared with two beautiful stalks of celery. The traveller joined in the singing again while cutting the celery up into the soup. Dancing and singing continued for a couple of hours. Some of the villagers noticed that the traveller would occasionally pull someone aside, but everyone was having too much fun to dwell on the matter. As the sun sank low in the sky, the traveller stood up on a nearby log and shouted over the festivities, The magical soup made from a stone is finished! 
let us all feast on this fine brew like kings and queens. The villagers busied themselves getting bowls and spoons. The children were made to wash up and several jugs of water and mead appeared. Everyone ate their fill and as the children drifted off to sleep, the adults began talking. It is so good that the traveller came to bring us soup from a stone, said one. Yes, we may have all starved if it weren't for him, said another. That soup truly is fit for a king, said many. Many of the villagers were concerned about the first harvest of the season being poor. You know, Finn, I noticed that your barley didn't make it this year, but that you have some carrots. My barley did well, but my carrots were eaten by the rabbits. What if we make a trade? And soon many of the problems the village was struggling with didn't seem quite so terrible. Singing, talking and dancing continued half the night. Late the next morning, everyone slept a bit late, the village was bustling with children playing, villagers working on each other's huts, food and clothing being swapped, wood being chopped and so much more. No one noticed the traveller had disappeared sometime in the night. Many years later, the villagers would still wonder about the traveller who came the year of the first bad harvest. Did he really have a magic stone? Or was he just a smooth-talking trickster? Still, the stooped old crone would smile wistfully when people spoke of him, knowing the true magic that was afoot. I was actually going to tell you on our Thanksgiving Day that you are one of the things I was thankful for and how much Calder FM has and does still mean to me. I listen to it often and it's like coming home. Calder FM, where the magic really happens. I hope you enjoyed that little story, Stone Soup. And so now, let's play another piece of music. So sit back and listen to the sound of a group of friends of mine who go by the name of Legend. And this is a track called Wind Song which is taken from their 1996 debut album entitled Lighting Extension.
Around the planet on the World Wide Web. Internet Radio. Colton FM. Online. We offer a reliable and friendly service at reasonable rates. Our slogan, we don't cut corners, we clean them, says it all. So if you want fresh clean carpets, give us a call on 07 After an hour working out in the gym, I really enjoy nothing more than relaxing with a healing massage therapy. Karen Fergaline of Little Birds is a fully qualified, fully insured massage therapist. But you don't have to go to the gym to enjoy one of the Little Birds treatments. You can enjoy an individual massage, reflexology or aromatherapy sessions. Or maybe you can host one of their pamper parties for you and a group of friends. Or you can organise yourself a group therapy session. To contact Karen, give her a call on 07 Email her at littlebirdsmassage at gmail.com or visit her website at littlebirds-holistics.co.uk. Colgen FM, the sound of magic. Internet radio. And welcome back to the first show of 2016. And now it's time for a little bit of teaching about some of the many different paths we as witches follow. I would like to express our thanks to whoever posted this information online. Solitary. This is a witch that follows their magical path alone. Many solitaries are uninitiated self-taught and not found in a coven. Some choose to practice alone because they have not found the coven that they are comfortable with. Eclectic A witch who incorporates a variety of magical styles from various traditions. Most common among solitaries although some traditions are eclectic in themselves. Being an eclectic allows you the chance to pick and choose what resonates the most with you. Hedge or Green Witchcraft This is a mix of witchcraft and shamanism. Followers of this way study herbalism, nature, shamanism, healing law, hearthcraft and nature-orientated magic. Hedge witches are known for interacting with spirits on the other side. Wild witchcraft. Much like hedge witchcraft, more primal and wild. Witches often hunt, trap and fish, offering thanks for the animal's sacrifice and its role in the circle of life. Kitchen witch. Incorporates magic into mundane activities such as cooking and cleaning. Meals cooked with intention and ingredients given correspondences. Common intentions include love, harmony, peace and integrity. Cleaning usually involves the intention of cleansing and protection. The house broom and vacuum are treated as a besom. Powwow. This is a folk magic associated with the Pennsylvanian Dutch. 
to European tradition, although its name was taken from an earlier tribal name, meaning a gathering of medicine men. It is a variety of Christian prayers, spells and simple rituals to cure simple domestic ailments and rural troubles. Appalachian Granny Witchcraft This originated in the Appalachian Mountains in the 1700s by Scottish and Irish settlers who brought their European witchcraft traditions with them. As the settlers began to blend their magic with local Cherokee shamanism, this tradition was born. Most common practices include working with the Fae, divination, dowsing, healing, song and dance. And that leads us very nicely into our next piece of music, which features a band that I only discovered last year, and I was just blown away by their sound. They are soon to be featured on a new album called The Green Album, which is a collection of music by pagan-influenced artists from around the globe. This rock band go by the Celtic name Tuathadir, and this is their fantastic track, Long Black Curl.
mystical, magical, Merlin. And that was The Long Black Curl by Tuatha Dear. And as we head towards the closing track of this show, I would like to express our thanks to all the artists who have kindly allowed us to play their music, and to all the contributors of the content I have used, and most of all, to you for listening. If you'd like to be a part of the Cauldron FM family, there are many ways that you can do this. You could become a presenter. You could sponsor a show. You could advertise with us or help promote what we are doing within your pagan community. And to contact us about any of the above, please drop us an email to cauldronfm at mail.com or pop a message onto our Facebook group or page or send us a message on Twitter to at Cauldron FM. And finally, I need to say that the opinions that are expressed here are my own and not necessarily those of the radio station. So now, as I wish you the best things that life can give, let's finish off with a track by Kellyana called She Is Crone. I am the Merlin, and I wish you all love, light, and blessed be. Bye-bye now. She is teacher and experience. She is wisdom. She is crone. She is teacher and experience. She is wisdom. She is crone. She stirs the cauldron of all knowledge. She is the bringer of death and rebirth. She stirs the cauldron of all knowledge. She is the bringer of death and rebirth. She is teacher and experience. She is wisdom. She is crone. She is teacher and experience. She is wisdom, she is grown In the darkness, time of sowing In the dream time, she sits and stirs In the darkness, the time of sowing In the dream time, she sits and stirs Sits and stirs, she is teacher And experience she is wisdom, she is grown, she is teacher and experience. She is wisdom, she is grown, she will lead you to your dark mind. And at the crossroads, she'll be your guide, she will lead you to your dark mind. guide she is teacher and experience she is wisdom she is grown she is teacher and experience she is wisdom
crossroads With the cauldron of all knowledge She sits and stirs At the crossroads With the cauldron of all knowledge She sits and stirs, sits and stirs She is crone She is crone She is crone She is grown 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 She is Golden FM. Online. The sound of magic. And since we have time for one more track, here is Devon Band Malachite with a beautiful reggae blues number called Brighter Day. Take care. Bye bye now. Baby, ooh, na na, baby.
Golden FM is a Moonshadow Media production. Yes, one take! <laughs>